Welcome to the Mindset Management Podcast. I'm super excited to have you here, friend. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss a new episode every Tuesday. Mindset is everything these days, and in this world, it's hard to look after your mind. Well, don't worry, friend, I've got you. Let's work together and go through everything mindset in your business, your health, wealth, and relationships. I'm Stephanie Whitecross, a wife, mum, and digital content creator, and I want to help you get that happy mindset and lifestyle that you've been dreaming of. Whether this is the first time you've started working on yourself, or you've been doing it for years and wanting to get some fresh ideas, hear stories, or just even feel like you're not alone, well, my friend, you've come to the right place. Each episode is designed to help you navigate this crazy world and help you achieve your goals, be it personal or professional. See you every Tuesday, friends. Welcome back to the Mindset Management Podcast. I hope you're good. Thanks for joining me as always. Oh, guys, I literally love sitting down and recording these episodes. It really is my favorite content to create for you. And I like to try and mix up every now and then. And today you might be wondering where I'm going with this one. But hear me out, friend. It really is linked to mindset. Hey friend, did you know I had a course that gives you everything you need to know to create your first digital course without an idea and without sacrificing time or money? Well, inside the course creation method, I cover finding your topic, how to find customers with little to no following, creating webinars and official launching and getting everything automated. This is not one to be missed. Do it in your own time, at your own pace and have access for life. Oh, and did I mention it's only £49? get started with taking your first step to creating your dream life. I can't wait to see you inside CCM, always linked in the show notes. So I'm sure many of you have heard now about people talking about building a capsule wardrobe, or maybe you've seen it on Pinterest. Well, it sparked me to start thinking about my wardrobe and how I kind of feel about my clothes, especially since having a baby. And I didn't really want to wear the maybe stereotypical mum clothes but I also didn't want to go back 100% to the style that I was before and the kind of clothes I kind of feel like clothes can be a little bit like hair so if your hair looks good it can make you feel amazing or it can make you feel awful and I think clothes in your wardrobe is really similar and I want my wardrobe to start working for me so I have taken on a lot of new ventures and challenges this year and I wanted to get into the mindset of my future self, my as a mum, as a wife and business owner who is going to be making multiple six figures a year, owns multiple properties and has more free time and feels more aligned in everything I do. And for me to achieve this, you need to obviously be making small changes consistently as over time creating a small changes creates massive changes and one of the things for me was my wardrobe so I started to basically say to myself what does that person dress and look like so am I going to basically be the person that's wearing the clothes that I have worn maybe for the past year or so or am I going to start dressing like this person that I really envision so I'm basically going to be sharing with you how I kind of started this journey and how you can too. So it has meant that I have gone onto Pinterest and Instagram to start looking for inspiration. So this was my first step, okay? So it was starting to look at 
outfits, colors, fabrics, different tones, everything that I think would make me feel comfortable and confident in. So that was step one, getting that inspiration. Step two for me was then to look at my wardrobe and this one kind of took quite a long time. So look at my wardrobe and clear out everything that was basically old, faded, maybe ripped, anything that didn't make me feel good. Okay, so this one was really important because I had to think and basically say to myself with each individual piece I was kind of looking at was, does a multi six figure earner wear old faded clothes? No, they don't. So that item needs to go. Okay. That can be quite hard because I know some people can get quite sentimental about items of clothing that they might have worn to a really special occasion. And that's fine. This is not saying you need to get rid of everything, but it's just being really sensible with what you have in your wardrobe and realistically what you're going to wear again. It doesn't mean you need to get rid of everything, but I have to admit after I did this, I was left with a huge hole in my wardrobe, which then took me on to step three, which was for me to write a list of everything that would need to be a staple in my wardrobe and everything that I didn't have that basically I felt that I required to have. So it can be really simple things, making sure that you've got a really nice, good quality long sleeve, black and white, gray top, making sure you've got that pair of jeans that makes you feel so good in them or that pair of leggings that literally hugs you in the right places, looks great if you're wearing flip-flops, looks great if you're going to like pop on a pair of trainers or pull some boots over, anything but making sure things felt really good. And if I didn't have them and that they weren't versatile enough, then what I needed to do was add them to my list. So that was quite fun. And then that kind of led into step four, which was probably for me the most enjoyable step, which was basically to start going into the shops and finding what stores I was drawn to. I even started to look at the ethics behind the store, the cost of the items, And now I would say I've got a core three or four shops that I will go to to find an item first. And then obviously if I don't have any success finding that, I would then obviously start to look elsewhere. So an example for me is that H&M is absolutely one of my staples. I love their ethics. Their conscious line I think is amazing. And every time I'm starting to pick up items on their tags, I'm looking to see that it was made with like 70% recycled materials or it was made with organic cotton and that's really important to me. So it's trying to get the balance right of the cost of the item against the ethics and then also what made me feel really, really good as well that put me in a really good headspace for that day, feeling good with what I was wearing. So that's where I mean when I'm talking about the ethics behind something and the cost of it. Then it leads on to step five, which is super important And it's that I don't buy anything that I don't feel great in. And if it doesn't quite fit right, even if I love the item, if it doesn't fit right, I still don't buy it, okay? As I wanna feel really comfortable in it. And I have to say, this is actually super hard because when you go into a store and you find something like, oh, that's exactly the piece I've been looking for. You put it on and you love it, but you think it just doesn't quite fit right. It might have that gap on your back on those pair of jeans and you're like, oh, it just doesn't fit right, but you love everything else about them. I've had to be super strict with myself to think, no, this is not a financially good investment. It's not gonna make me feel very good. That's not very sustainable. I'm not gonna do it. So it's making sure that that item is gonna be comfortable, it's gonna be timeless for me, but also I'm not gonna follow particular trends 
that I don't think are going to last maybe more than for like a season or two. So if I think it's only going to be around for a little while, I'm not going to invest that money in that item because I feel like we've all got those pieces in our wardrobe that we're like, oh my God, that's super on trend. I feel great in it. You wear it two or three times and then you never wear it again. And that's just not a smart way to work with your money. It's not a smart way to work for the environment. And that's where I want to cut down on fast fashion and try and buy more sustainably. So this process is something I'm slowly going to be applying to kind of all aspects of my life, not just me building my capsule wardrobe, but I think my next one is probably going to be looking at food and nutrition. So I have to say we're not too bad already actually when it comes to food, but now that our daughter is one, which is insane how fast that time's come round, we definitely are not spending as much time meal prepping, looking up new recipes, and I basically want to lead by example with nutrition as much as possible, but the reality is right now, the time is just not there for me to put the focus on this because I've got too many other deep desires that I really want to focus and put my attention and time to. Now, once that feels like it's achieved or they feel like they're in a really good place, I'm definitely then going to start putting that focus onto nutrition. So, and I will apply kind of the same sort of methods, probably of the steps that I've taken, those one to five steps. I will be applying that now to everything I feel like as I start to evaluate certain parts of my life that I feel are going to add to a successful, healthy and wealthy mindset. So I know this this was a slightly different episode, but I hope you can kind of see the link and the motivation behind me building a capsule wardrobe. I actually share some of these things now on my personal Instagram. So you can come and follow me over there. That's my Loved by Steph account. It's always linked in the show notes. So you're welcome to come and follow me and I will share those pieces that I'm slowly collecting. So I'm not making any rush decisions with it. I've got to make sure that they literally hit all of those markers for me. So I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and that you found it super useful. As always, I'm so grateful for you taking the time to listen. It really does mean everything. And I know I always ask this very review, but if you could rate or review, depending on whatever platform you're listening to this episode on, it means that the podcast appears higher in the rankings. Then that way we can be helping more people out there. So I hope you have a great day, friends, and I'm excited to chat with you next Tuesday.